Oh, it's on. All right, episode two, shout break. This is my podcast. Uh, today is going to be a little bit of a switch up. I have a friend here today, Faith. She's looking at me right now, and she she is so like, this is such a big change. I right, just act natural. Anyways, guys, <laughs> Faith is actually here. I'm not insane. <laughs> I promise. I'm, there you go. You heard her laugh, so you actually know she's real. This is not me making up things. So this is episode two. Uh, and I wanted to bring a guest on, like I said, in episode one. And that's what we're doing today. Faith has, uh, I'm going to give you guys the scenery. I'm going to set up the uh, scene. So right now we're in, we're in Faith's dorm room. Uh, there's a spinach dip on the ground. Um, like in, inside of a tray, uh, there's uh, pita chips. Um, I don't know, th- are those pita chips? They are. And there's also some boots that are covered in mud. They, Faith uh, actually is a part-time serial killer, so. Uh, you know, trying to slowly like dip her into this. Pause. Faith is scratching her hand. <laughs> it's your crystal. Hey. Is this the one that broke? Yeah. Let me see. Where'd it's it break sweaty. at? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> this thing was dipped in water. How did this break? How did it break? <laughs> no, because no, you don't. Like, where did it break at? You know what it kind of looks like there. <laughs> it does. Right there. Where, oh, like the bottom part of it broke? It kind of looks cool, though. There's a hair in it. <laughs> hey. if, okay, so basically we're looking at Faith's crystal. Tell me what this crystal does. That was the noise of it. What's it do? Tell me what it does. Tell me. Tell me what it does. <laughs> I'll start puking. Okay, you're not going to puke. You're good. Tell me what the crystal does. It sounds like some hippie witch coming on here. It's not even on anymore. I yes, t- it I is. Stop recording. You're lying. <laughs> I'm not, listen, just th- all right. Just think about like we're just chilling now. We're just like this is a regular day. Start pulling my eyebrows off. It's just a regular day. Just act like it's just like regular. Like we're getting ready to hang. We're getting ready to go to calf. Calf's cafeteria. <laughs> just, just act natural. <laughs> all right. So, all right, all right. So, let's talk about. Let's talk about let's talk about this tapestry, bro. Actually, let's talk about the fact that Tessa <laughs> hung the Bernie flag sideways. <laughs> Tessa said, "Screw it, I'm hanging this sideways." Cause like, didn't she steal that from Stephanie? Yeah. Why did she cover up the picture? Why did she cover up her you picture know, right here? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. I don't really answer. To. I wasn't here whenever they hung all this up. I like your side better. Now. It's not much room to work with in the dorm rooms. <laughs> You're stuck with me. <laughs> the cactus picture. <laughs> oh gosh. For big little figures. Oh, that's cute. And of course the, like the, no. the I'm proud of myself on the board, but like I like how it's like outside of the note box. <laughs> it ain't gonna be inside. Hey, it has to be inside. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me where you got that from. Like the skin. You didn't tell me where you got spinach dip from and the pita chips. Tell you where I got the dip from. Where'd you get the chips from? <laughs> I got them from work. Work? We're supposed to have a big movie night. Go listen to some. Is it Harry? Is it Harry? No. Harriet? <laughs> it's Harriet. It's, no, it's not. Yeah, Harriet's the movie. The one. Oh, oh last Friday? <laughs> it was Harriet. No, it wasn't. Uh, the girl that sings. The girl that sings? That's her name. Uh, Dua Lipa. <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that Harriet? It was Harriet. That was the movie, right? No, Harriet's the one that freed the slaves. 
Oh yeah, no, Harriet Tubman, but uh, anyways, that, that was the movie. So y'all were supposed to go see it, and then what happened? Oh, I was supposed to pass out the snacks, and nobody showed up. So I just at the student center. You took all that home. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why didn't you hit me up and let me know? You were here. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Oh, how much snacks were there? Like, what was there? Oh, yeah, they got some. Hey, they got cookies. What kind though? Were they good? The grandma ones, <laughs> like the oatmeal ones, <laughs> like chocolate, like chocolate brownie. Chocolate <laughs> okay, well, I don't know, bro. I, I was gonna go see Harriet, and then I, I don't know. I went to go see it, and Soldier was like, "Yeah, it's playing Friday night." And then I don't even remember what ended up happening, but like you have to watch it at home by yourself. Like, why do I want to sit and do that? <laughs> Well, they used to do it online, or, like, in person. Before. I know. I heard you could, like, get together with groups and go watch it. Okay. You can sit the studio and watch it. I know, right? <laughs> you can sit inside there and watch it on the old-school <laughs> HP computer. That computer is so hey, old. you didn't work on the computer the other day. I know. It started buzzing the whole time I was at work because I didn't know how to fix it. Really? And it said, John Fornash. Also, oh, I'm popular now. <laughs> you get going to... John Fornash is logged in. I just get emails from, like, an offshore, like, mafia account. They're like, we're actually tracking you down to your college right now. Was there, like, was there any important emails? Did you read any of them? Did you go through my emails? No. Like, I had to. Oh, yeah, I actually did. I found out a lot about you. Oh, my gosh. Like, what? What did you see? Mr. Worldwide. Mr. 305. What is that? Uh, it's, it's chapstick. Yeah, it's chapstick. Okay. Uh, I was like, well, hello. Yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. So my dad is, my real dad's been, could you imagine how, like, okay, how upset would you be if you found out that not only your real dad's not your real dad, but your real dad's actually Pitbull? I feel like I'd like Pitbull. You feel like you'd like Pitbull? <laughs> I feel like I could be Pitbull's kid. I feel like Pitbull would be one of them dads that it's like would bring home a party and be like, hey, just, you know, go to your room, whatever, do what you got to do, but I'm going to be out here partying. Mr. Worldwide. You, know you can't I mean? tell me you wouldn't like Pitbull as a dad. I think Pitbull would be cool, but like, I feel like he'd bring over like unwanted guests. Like, you know, it's Tuesday and I'm going outside to eat eggs and Kesha's just crashed on my couch. Like, I don't know how Kesha would. Does Kesha still crash on couches? I think Kesha can crash on my couch. Ooh. I would like Kesha. Not like that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like okay, that. she likes Kesha. Okay, no, 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 but like, Kesha, all right, so Pitbull's done collaborations with literally everybody. I mean, but all right, who's bigger though? Pitbull or Flo Rida? Do you remember how big Flo Rida was? I feel like Pitbull's bigger. Oh, man. The only song I can think of is like Whistle. Whistle? And there's that other one. What about The Club Can't Even Handle Me, right? You remember that one? No. <laughs> no it was like on every Fast and Furious movie ever. What about them movies? You know? Then, you I, didn't like think, I didn't peg you as that kind of... I didn't peg you as that kind of person. <sighs> Fast and Furious guy? <laughs> if I watch Fast and Furious, it just... It, it, well, like, I only say that for the sole fact that my boyfriend is all about Dua Lipa, Fast and Furious, yeah. and Calvin Harris. And that's it. Yeah? <laughs> 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 Listen... Calvin Harris is your dad would be one of the most like uh, like I feel like Calvin Harris is the dude that macks on your girlfriend like you're his son and he tries to mack on your own girlfriend so <laughs> I'm a boy, okay. would you say so, so I'm a boy pause I'm trying to put muscle fingers <laughs> think about it Cal- okay Calvin Harris your dad you're a boy and Calvin Harris is like 
oh, cool son, like, you got a new girlfriend? And you're like, He'd say yeah, dad. Like you're like, oh, yeah, cool he's son. like, he's like, oh, you met your girlfriend in the summer? And you're like, no. and he's like, tries to impromptu his own song. And then he's like, oh, what's her name? And you're like, you know, like Taylor or whatever. And he's like, oh, cool. Slides in Taylor's DM. Now. Let me produce you a new song. I see you're an aspiring artist. She's like, I don't even write music. He's like, you do now. Record deal. <laughs> Freaking still was your girlfriend. That would be pretty, that would be pretty fun. The weekend might do. The weekend? Oh, dude, I feel like he still is everyone's girlfriend. I feel like during Super Bowl, like, the way he was looking in the camera, like, he was trying to, like, steal everyone's girlfriend at once. I think that's why they had a lot of complaints. During the Super Bowl? Yeah. It was kind of jarring watching it. It was like... He was just like, and like they pan around the camera, and like I was like, where where is he going? And then the people were like, with the face bandages on. I'm just like, what am I watching at this point? I feel like it stood for. Um, I feel like it stood for LSD and my nachos at halftime. Like I feel like I was on a bad acid trip or something. I've never done acid or LSD, <laughs> but I feel like if I would do it, that's what would happen. Like, I feel like I was on the field, and, like, I was confused of what's going on. What do you think it stood for? Oh, I didn't... You was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was just vibing at that point. Did you, like, did you listen to the song? Like, did you listen to it? Yeah, yeah. It was good. I mean, I liked The weekend. I mean, I do, too. Scale of 1 to 10, what do you give The weekend? Oh, that performance, or just in general? In general. Like an hour, like an 8 out an of 10. An 8. Yeah, I think, like, when The weekend first started, his music was so, like, it was so good. And now, I'm just, like... A lot of it kind of sounds the same. Yeah, and it's, like, I feel like he's trying to hit that mainstream pocket, but he's also trying to be, like, different. But I think a lot of people think, like, he reminds him of Michael Jackson. And, like, I never really saw that, but, like, he, I mean, I do like him. I I have a lot of respect for him as a person. Mm -hmm. Whenever he went to the VMAs, and even won his awards, he didn't even, like, relish the moment at all. He was like, I can't be happy with this. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Yeah. All these people. He won. He won like three awards that night. Yeah. He still could not be happy. Did you ever see Joaquin Phoenix's speech when he was like, you know, so. like he was like, we're all we enjoy, like we indulge in everything in life, but we don't like think about where it all came from. And basically, and long story short, he was just like, everyone sucks as a human, yeah. not in a bad way, in a good way, in a way like we should be self conscious. And I was just like, wow. I think it all came from, like, his Joker speech when he... Did you watch the Joker? Not the recent one. Oh, it's so good. So it takes more of, like, a... It goes, like, into, like, his, like, mental health. So, like, you actually care for him because you get to see, like, what he goes through. Like, in the movie, he gets treated like a regular person. Like, he gets treated like crap. Like, people, like, bully him and stuff. And so he, like, goes insane, basically, and turns into the Joker. And, like, you understand it. It's like... I could turn into the Joker. Oh. I'm not going to turn into the Joker. I come in like, yeah, what's up? you know what I mean? But no. Which brings me to my question. If you could have a set, two, okay, a male celebrity and a female celebrity as like in a, in, in a different life, what, who would be your parents? You gotta try to make a compatible pair. Oh, so it's gotta be compatible? Like you gotta think of like if they would be compatible or not. That's a hard one. Yeah, I don't know. I automatically went to Dolly Parton and Kurt Cobain, and then I said, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> Do- like, Do- Dolly Parton and Kurt Cobain? I don't think it worked out. Kurt Cobain would be like, I'm sad. And Dolly Parton would be like, eat some biscuits and gravy, honey. Why not? I feel, I feel like, like maybe. 
like a different world, maybe. Dolly Parton and Kurt Cobain? Maybe if she was a little more virgin. Maybe if she was younger. And if he was older. You think she could get down with the style? Because, you know, Dolly Parton's done, like, a lot of, like, collaborations with that would be expected of her. Well, she's, like, Miley Cyrus's godmother, quote-unquote. Yeah, remember on Hannah Montana when she... Yeah. That was so... Well, I mean, they make music and stuff together. Mm-hmm. On one of Miley's most recent albums, they had a song together called Rainbowland. What is, like... I wonder what Miley Cyrus's mindset is like. Like, her career always takes such a drastic, like, transformation. Like, I remember she... Okay, so Noah Cyrus came out with July. Right. Which is a good song. And Noah does, like, acoustic, I guess. More, like, softer music. More sticking to the root. And I'm not saying Molly Sarah should, but, like, her music goes experimental, and then she just goes insane. Like, she was literally on a Super Bowl pre-show up there, like, dry-humping Billy Idol. And I'm just like... Like what? What happens in her? Like Molly, Molly Cyrus's character arc is unlike any person I've ever seen. Like she goes from like zero to one hundred, like back to like fifty where it's manageable, and then she goes to like two hundred miles per hour. I think it's more like she doesn't want to get comfortable. Oh, she doesn't want life to feel stagnant. I mean, you can see that she doesn't really. That's an interesting mindset. That's actually really. I didn't even think about it like that. Well, because think of like her cutting her hair and everything else like that. Yeah. Remember when Britney Spears did the same thing? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. A whole thing to get into, but... Have you ever felt like that you wanted to make a drastic change just because you felt like life was getting stagnant? Yeah. Like, have you ever felt like cutting off your hair though? Literally today, me and Stephanie were talking, and I was like, we could just like go cut entire hair and then buy tattoo guns, and then you can pierce my ears. <laughs> 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 Come into school tomorrow with like machine gun Kelly, like, <laughs> like oh love hurts, like oh sad emo, like <laughs> that's wild. Like I think I've had thoughts before of like making a compulsive decision. Like I'm like I wanna I wanna um, travel and like, I wanna leave. I wanna leave this place right now. I wanna just drop out of college. And then I'm like, what am I thinking? What, am I okay? <laughs> no. Kind sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. There's days where I wake up and I'm just like, oh gosh, here we go again. You just go on a road trip. You just start driving. I feel like you're going towards Princeton. You just keep driving. I go to Virginia. Maybe, maybe I'll let you drive. Just for maybe, that. yeah. <laughs> she was like, you know what? He's the main character <laughs> right now. Like, okay, what's the most? What is one of the most like compulsive things you've ever thought? Like, what's one of those thoughts that like? Okay, have you ever like been like, that's crazy? Why? What just happened? <laughs> Okay, other than, like, cutting your hair, what's one, like, one that you can speak of that you were just like, I want to do this, and you're like, okay, wait, that's a little bit crazy. Me and Tessa the other day were randomly just like, oh my god, we got in suitcases, let's go to New York. Just because we watched it in a movie. Oh, just going, like, spontaneously <laughs> yeah. to New yeah, York? Yeah, just randomly, no, not a lot of money, just a day trip, literally a day trip to New York. Wake up at, like, three in the morning, four. That would be insane. Yeah, I know. How long would that... Okay, so... It's like six hours from here. New York is six hours from us. Actually, that's, that's probably a lot. I was going to say, I think it's like ten. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's like ten. <laughs> it might be like eight. Yeah, it would be like... It would be... T- check eight. that out. You leave at like 3 a.m. It'd be like noon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you go there, and then you, and then you drive back through the night. We would all be beat. Because we'd be going around New York all day. Unless we sleep on the subway. Oh, unless we sleep in the car. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not opposed to it. That's actually a really cool idea. But I don't... You know what? I think that's, like, a good form of spontaneous. I think travel's one of the... If you have, like, the means to do it and, like, the support. Even if you don't. Like, I watch videos all the time of people 
eight hours, 32 minutes. Okay. So I've watched people all the time. Like I watch YouTube videos of people just going. Like there's this one guy literally lives out of his car. Like he sold his house and stuff just to travel the country and live in his car. Maybe like baby steps. Baby what? steps. Like I take small, like that's why I went to Virginia the other day. Just to try it out. Like I get slowly more comfortable with going to these places. And I'm like, man, like people don't get to see, like think about how many people have not seen Virginia on this campus. Have you not seen it? No, no, I Okay, I was going to say, you've been down there a lot, haven't you? Like to Blacksburg? I used to date one of my old boyfriends, I have to go through Virginia to get to the other side of West Virginia, if that makes sense. Like, yeah, because you have to go, like, uh, like what is this? Northeast, South, so Southwest, and then you have to keep going South, right? Well, yeah, because there was a small part that we went to to get to. He lived in Union. Oh, man. So, the way that me and my friend, my friend dated his friend. They lived together. Days. We lived together. So, I mean, every weekend. It was weird. So. That's cool, though. Driving partner. Yeah. Did you? Was you and your friend, like, really close, like, going to the, like... Yeah, yeah. Do you still... You guys still talk or not? Not really. Yeah. Well, Union is, like, far south, West Virginia, right? That's a good question. I'm that is... <laughs> yeah, I know. You told me earlier, you said, I don't even know if we would have got back there. <laughs> he was like, I'm glad you went right, because I had no clue. <laughs> Union. I don't know if I've ever... The furthest south, West Virginia, I've ever been is here. Well, I've been to North Carolina, so I think I've been further than this. But, like, not that I can remember now. Because you have to go to... You got to go here, and then you go to, through Virginia, and then you get to North Carolina. Virginia, like, we... I was riding... You know, I was riding with my friend the other day in Virginia. And, like, Virginia cops are just... They're so mean. For anyone who's on here, only to West Virginia people. It's only for us. Like, anybody else, they're like, oh, okay, cool. But, like, they see a West Virginia person, and they're, like, immediately pulled over. Like, boom. Like, ticket. Because I think it's because they just don't like us. Because we're West Virginia. Well, make your car's new. You don't have a license plate on your car yet. Dang. You don't have to come at me <laughs> you just like got a little slip of paper. <laughs> I literally, my car's just, like, a half a car. It doesn't even have nothing. No, like, no tags, no nothing. They didn't pull me over. I was going to say, I'm more on you right now. I know, right? Couldn't be the fact that I was going, you know, 20 miles an hour over the speed limit. Like, you know, nothing to worry about there. I don't know, man. But I was thinking, like, I've always wanted to go to Utah. Okay. Yeah, have you ever seen the, the salt desert over there where it's just, like, miles and miles of just flat, like, white sand, like, land, like cracks in the sand, so it looks really cool? That's where I want to go. And Utah has huge mountains and stuff. Yes. The canyons and stuff oh, that you see Not like the Grand Canyon, like no. cool, it's overrated, sorry. Mm. But just like Grand Canyon, yeah. God, there's some other canyons that are like purpley in color. Yeah. The Grand Canyon is overrated. Yeah. You know how many movies I've seen in it? Like that's how I feel about New York though too. Did like, you ever watch uh, Due Date? Oh, was that the uh that guy from that Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> That was a good movie. That movie yeah. was... Hey, Zach Galifianakis used to be a legend. Especially because he had Due Date and then Hangover. Right. Or was Hangover first? Hangover was first, I think. He had a... And then didn't he make that, like, talk show? That really funny one? Like, People Between Two Plants or whatever? Okay. Between Two Plants. He was in something else, too. Uh, Masterminds. Like yeah, is that where... The poker? No, that wasn't Hangover. What was Masterminds about? It's based off a real story about how these people went and, like... Robbed, yeah, uh, a Wells Fargo. <laughs> where they're taking their pictures and she's and he, is she farts or whatever. And yeah. He's like, oh, oh, you just farted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Zach Galifianakis was big. What happened? Is he still acting stuff? Probably. I don't like anyone. I mean, with COVID, like hardly any movies have came out. Oh, 
I think some are being put on like, because I think, uh, don't quote me, maybe the new Michael Myers movie was supposed to come out last year. I could be wrong. It might not be Michael. Well, something of that sort. Shout out Michael Myers, man. Was supposed to be out last year and it didn't and they postponed it till this year. Did you watch the last one with Jamie Lee That was good. It followed a different style than the other ones, I guess you'd say. I, what, I mean... I it was more mainstream than the other ones, if that... Yeah. That sounds stupid. But, like, it was more adapted to... I feel like it really played on the style of, like... And they, well, I didn't like that they sold it on the fact that everyone thought he was going to see Michael's face. Like, if you're not going to show a killer's face, if they haven't up to this point, then, like, don't do it. You know what I mean? That would be, like, Fast and Furious. Like, that would be, like, them ditching the cars and getting on motorcycles. Right. Like, for what reason? You know what I mean? That's, I feel like they've showed Michael's face. In. Maybe a couple. I feel like there's one I remember. I couldn't tell you which one it was. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the Rob Zombie remakes. Those were good. Those were good. Holy crap. <laughs> those were so gory, but those were so good. I remember watching it the first time when I was fine, and I rewatched the first one that he made, like the first movie, and it just made me sick. But oh. I love to rewatch it though. Oh my gosh, I, Rob Zombie's movies, like all of them. Did you ever watch? Uh, was a House of a Thousand Corpses? We had started it, me and my boyfriend, and then he's not much of a horror movie person. Holy. And within the first like five minutes, he was like, "I don't like this." It's and intense. Then it off. It's intense. House of a Thousand Corpses though has such like a cool aesthetic. Even though Rob Zombie's like borderline, like you, yeah, like, you're like, "What the crap am I watching?" But like, House of a Thousand Corpses is good. I recommend finishing it. I mean, I would definitely love to watch that movie again. Okay. So, well, but so we're gonna watch it. So yeah, so basically, we have to finish that movie. Um, yeah, no, I, I like horror movies, but I, like I got into romance a lot. I started watching all those ones, but not the cliche ones. Not the cliche ones. Don't hit me I'm with that. <laughs> okay, so I told you about Five Hundred Days of Summer. Who, if you haven't watched that one, definitely, you know, watch that one because it's not cliche. It's actually really good. You can watch it from two sides, and you like understand the girl's side of it and the guy's side. Let me just give you a little rundown of it. Okay, we'll give it for the people, anyways. Okay, so Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know the girl from New Girl, Zoe Deschanel. Yeah. So she's in it, he's in it, and like basically he falls, he like he sees her and he like falls head over heels for her, but he thinks like that she's like he's like she's my wife forever, like I'm gonna love her forever for the rest of my days. Well, she dislikes him, like she likes him, but like it's not like that, it's not that deep for her. Well, you can see it from both sides, but you go through the movie through his perspective, and like you know things happen to the movie, and you're like man that sucks, and things happen, you're like I'm happy for him, and but like if you at the end of it, it tells you, like, try looking at it from her perspective and seeing her sides of it, too, even though it doesn't show it. And the movie teaches you, like, even if you can't see someone's side, you know, try being empathetic, but also don't put all your eggs in one basket. Oh, my gosh. An amazing movie. I'm One of the best ones I've ever watched. I was glued the whole time. Like, I didn't pause it or nothing. What'd you watch like? Fire Stick? Do you have one of those? Well, I don't want to talk about jailbreak fire sticks because the cops will literally <laughs> drag me down and, like, steal my fire stick. I'll just be watching a bootleg movie and SWAT team just like, go, 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 just busting my house. But, you know, I watched it on private streaming companies. <laughs> but watch that one. And, hmm, you ever seen uh, Channing Tatum and Rachel McAdams where she loses her memory? Yes. That was a pretty good one. I can't remember what it's called. Is that The Vow? Was it the vow? I think you're right. Oh, 
I watched it, I watched half of it the other day, and I was thinking to myself, well, how sucky would that be? I haven't seen it for what would you do? Like, what? Well, obviously, you wouldn't do nothing because you forget everything. <laughs> yeah. And you'd be like, "All right, I'm back." <laughs> but like, I don't know, like, how that would be to forget someone. Do you think, like, do you think it would really be that hard falling back in love with someone? Like, if you fell in love once, I think you would fall in love twice, right? I think you could fall in love twice with the same person. But what if they've gotten to a level of comfortability in their relationship where they're like, "Well, this should never happen," but it's like, what if they're like? They're not really trying that hard, and then when you fall out of love, or when you go into the coma and you come back out, like they still don't try that hard, so you don't fall in love with them again, even though you fell in love with them to begin with. Then it's like a chance to for whoever's lost to just start, start over. over with somebody new. Maybe that's how it was supposed to be. That's crazy. All along, and maybe you never got the guts to do it because you're comfortable. Mm. It's like an excuse. I wonder how freeing that would be also. I think it would suck, but at the same time, like, there's a lot of things you'd want to remember. But in the same sense, like, starting over would be kind of cool. Because you wouldn't remember any of your, like, past, like, regrets or... You could kind of start fresh. I feel like there wouldn't be any, like, bonds of, like, trauma. I don't want to say it like that, but, like... Bonds of trauma, yeah. There wouldn't be anything bad holding you back. There would be no fear of starting a new relationship of... Because, you know, when people get in new relationships, they're like, oh, well, my last relationship... My boyfriend and girlfriend used to yeah, on me. That, they used to do this and that. Well, it, you wouldn't have any memory of that, so right. it's like a clean slate for you mentally. That is one of the. I feel like why do we do that a lot in relationships? I feel like every relationship should start new. I feel like every relationship should feel like that. You know, like you learn from it, and if it's really needed, talk about it. But if not, don't. Right. You know, because it's like it's over. I'm a really firm believer in not waiting on who those who didn't cut you though. Like people who like if you don't bleed on the people who didn't cut you. So like if say for example, I have a girlfriend and my last girlfriend had like a really bad problem with like trusting me. Or she would always like uh she would like say for example hit me, which you know, still it does happen today, it's it's true. But like I would like I would always like flinch when I'm around her and stuff and be skittish. Like, yeah, that's hard and that's trauma to get past, but I wouldn't be like, oh, you're going to hit me. I like, don't bleed on those who didn't cut you. Like, don't accuse someone of something that your last person did. Right. So, but I don't know, man. I, I think that, I think that like, were you saying that just now? Like, that makes me think like that everyone should do that every time. But it's just hard. To forget everything. Yeah. And just be like, oh, okay. La-di-da-di-da. Especially when it's repeatedly people are doing you wrong. Right. Like, when you're trying, you're like, oh, okay, I trust you, you're a great person, and they're just like, just kill you, basically. <laughs> well, I was reading this book, and I think a lot of the time if we're like, well, if we're not, let's say you and I were to never talk again. Right. It's easy to be like, well, they're not in my life. Well, I was reading this book, I could not tell you the name of it right now, it's like, it's like, un, like it's like self-sabotage book. Okay. And it said something in it about, like, no matter what, those people are still going to be in your life and you don't realize it because you think about them. So they're yes. still in your thoughts and they're still bothering yes. you mentally. So they're still sitting with you, even though they're not physically here. What people don't understand is, is the more you try to get someone out of your life, out of your thoughts, the more they stay prevalent. Because you don't realize that by trying to take someone away, you're giving it more energy. Like, like I always used to think to myself, 
um, you know, long time back, there was a person that I just wanted out of my life. I didn't want to think about him. I wanted to be done with it because there was nothing there, but like constantly had dreams all the time. And I was just like, why, why does this happen? But the, you have to give yourself closure, you know, like, you know what I mean? I, hey, it's a wild <laughs> thing, but like, it, like, I really feel like that you just got to be like, all right, bro, like they were in my life for a reason. Like it was cool. But like now, like I got to do my, I got to do my own thing. Cause that is what it was. What it was. Like I appreciate it for what it was. I think having like real genuine closure, I think that's when things can like leave your mind peacefully. You know, that's what the, that's what the whole concept of a funeral is. Right. Okay, so death is like, death can be physical and it could also be like in the mind too. Like if you lose someone, say for example, I'm gonna, I got you, I got you on this one. Yeah. Follow me on this. So if you lose somebody, they always say like when you lose someone, even like emotionally, you go through the stages of grief. Right. Like, so what is it? Um, at first you're like angry and then you're like, you feel guilty and then you're sad and then you get better eventually um now some people stay in some stages longer than others but like it's crazy because in a funeral you go through all of it so fast in the span of two days like um you know the last funeral I was at I don't want to speak on it long but you go through so much of it like at the first you're like you know I felt like there's so much more I could have done I was like there's so much more I could have done with this person and then it's like man why like why so soon and then like you get to, you have to see them and you're like wow dude this you just get sad like it just hits you like a brick and like that's like I was telling you the car that's totally different like that that seeing that like brought out so much emotion and like it like could bring you to your knees like you're crying and then like you realize you're like you know what the time I had with him was amazing I'm happy I had that time but now it's time to let go and to move on and remember them but it's time to move on and for that, you can, of course, speak on their name and stuff like that. But for relationships that are over, it's kind of best to just let it go. You know? Help you. Bro, I know. The thing is, I feel like you process that, the grief stage differently. So let's say you're in a relationship with somebody and you've known for a minute that it's just not working out compared to, like, a family member or a friend who dies suddenly. Mm-hmm. One of them is more like a shock factor, and the other one's just like you've been sitting with it for a minute. Mm. One of them's shock factor, and the other one's sitting for a minute. Yeah, so like, let's say, God forbid, you were to die today. It would be such a shock factor because you're not yes. sick right now. Nothing's happening. But let's say that we were in a relationship, and it's just not connected. Right. So you're like, so when it ends, you're like, ah, I kind of saw it coming. So, it hurts. Yeah, so you kind of take yourself out of the whenever you're in a relationship that's not making you happy that's not benefiting you anymore i guess i guess it depends on how much you're you're uh, disassociated with it like okay okay first of all when someone dies and it's unexpected i think it hits way harder because like if someone's sick and you're like if someone says okay you have three months to live the people around you're gonna be so freaking sad like it's gonna be hard nonetheless but it's like they can kind of slowly disassociate and say, well, you know, next time is coming. Like, you know, eventually he's going to pass away. And people can slowly kind of brace herself for that. But with the relationship, it's kind of the same way in saying like, okay, this relationship is not going to last much longer. But even after relationship or death, you're still like, you still, I think, experience some of those 
pains, like the guilt and all that stuff, but just maybe to smaller degrees in some senses. Like, you might stay on the guilty stage less than you stay in the sad stage. Like, you might not feel guilty for nothing, but then you're, like, angry because you're like, why couldn't things have worked out? This, this, this. And then you're like, I'm sad. Sad for me was the longest. I feel like it's... There's an unfair perspective of a lot of stuff, too. So, okay, if somebody dies, you have a funeral or Mm -hmm. something of that sort, some sort of ceremony, at least, so you have time to come and make condolences and you know, say your piece, but if you're in, like, a situation with somebody that you feel like you need closure, if they're not willing to give that to you, there's not a, there's not a way that you can come and, like, come to terms with it. Dang, that's deep. You know what? That's perfect. You said that. Um, gosh, there's been so many times in my life I feel like I haven't had closure, and that's one of my biggest, like, that's one of the biggest things that really, like, upsets me in life is not having closure. I hate not having closure. I hate not knowing that someone is okay, but I want them to know that at the end of the day I had the purest intention. Right. And it's hard to believe sometimes because how things lay out. But, like, holy crap. Like, not having closure sucks. Um, You know, knowing someone for such a period of time in their life and then them leaving your life and never saying another word to you. Oh, crap. That hits deep. Like, that hits really... Has that, like... You know, I don't know if it's personal, then don't answer. But has that ever happened to you? Like, has someone just ever just left your life and never talked to you again? It's kind of. But it's not like they've never talked ever again. It's like, it's an inconsistent relationship. It's a relationship that I miss, but it's inconsistent. So, like, every so many months, maybe they'll message and it won't be yeah. so much like checking in, but just like something random, I guess. I don't know. You know... I had a, like, a person of, you know, significance in my life, um, you know, a really close friend, and, you know, we just stopped talking because of things that were just the way it was laid out, and we never, ever talked again, and that was hard to find closure from, because I felt like I had to have the closure from them, but, you know, really, closure is from, like, yourself. I think if you tell yourself, like, you know what, they're not coming back, they're not going to come talk to me again, it's like okay, you know, I have to get up and go. Like, they're not coming back. And that sucks. It's hard, though, to even come to terms with something like that. Yeah, but, like, what's the alternative, Mm. you know? I'm very much one of those people that'll sit here and I'll come up with every solution in my head until I know their intentions. So it'd be like me and -and so-and-so stopped talking. Yeah. And things were weird, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let me ask you this. Like, what would you do in this situation? So you haven't been in this one, so this will be good for you to, like, think about. Okay. So this is something I have been through before, and I want to give you, like, the full, like, experience of it. So you are me, or you're just you, and you talk to someone, or let's just say you're dating someone, and you date them for about two and a half years. And, you know, you guys break up, but you kind of still talk every now and again. And, like, you're kind of confused at the moment, but you still have love for him. And so, you know, a couple months goes by after you guys break up. And, like, you realize, you're like, I love this person. I want to be with them. And by the time you realize, you know, they move on. Like, they move on literally that day that you're going to go tell them, like, they're moved on. And so you're like, okay, well you know, what do I do now? And so, like, you can't talk to him because you've done, you know, you've done wrong. And so you're like, 
okay, well, I can't talk to him. And then, you know, eventually there's a time comes where like, you're like, okay, I think I can talk to this person, but they still want nothing to do with you. So at that point, what do you do? Are you sure that they don't want anything to do with you? Yes. Or do you just like assume that because they've moved on that they don't want anything to do with you? I, there was many signs that indicated that my friend wanted, like, there was, there was nothing, they didn't want anything to do with me. Like there was, there was like plain, like context clues and not only that but like people who had to to relay the message so at that point what would you do well if you can't talk to them yeah like you said I guess it'd be something that you'd have to figure out within yourself Mm. but that makes it a lot harder as humans we're just meant you know how little kids always are like why that's their favorite word when they hit that age and it's why why why? they want to know why everything works I think as humans we want to know why everything works and why everything the way that it is so it's really when we don't get closure or we don't understand somebody's intentions without having the opportunity to sit down and talk with them you're not capable of building something you don't know in your mind it's like that's why we want to know why it's like when we get to the point where we can't literally build anymore we're like what's the next piece and like why is it the next piece right and so, I think when you literally can't find the next piece to something, a situation, you start building something new. That's literally what had happened. So, I was like, okay, bro, it's not happening. A new Lego set. You know, the freaking <laughs> Jurassic Park Lego set wasn't working. I'm on to the Minecraft Lego set. I still play with Legos. That's metaphorical. That's a double entendre. So, physically, I play with toy Legos and metaphorically, I'm still building Legos. Hey, don't hey the fire wordplay. <laughs> hey, the judging. fire wordplay. But yeah, that's but your your perspective is so like like hearing it from your perspective is like it's really cool. First of all, I think it's really cool that people some people can think in like such a systematic, like a different way. It's like because a lot of people I think just run about this world and they're just like, life happens. That's it. Like yeah, yeah. I know some people like that. Yeah, like I see people. They just the, accept things for what, at face value, I guess. Yeah, and they're just like, "Well, life sucks. That is what it is. Let me try to make the most of it." You know what I mean? But like, I think it's like, I think asking why life sucks and how to change it. Right. Why and how? I think how is a big question when you get older. Like, what do you think you ask more? Why or how? That's a good question. For me personally, I feel like I ask a lot of why. Why? For me. I think why and how are two different walks of life. Because I think, like, so once you... And there's nothing wrong with being in a why part. Because everyone gets in a why part. Like, you'll eventually have, like, days where you're like, why, why, why. And then I think when you start making changes, I think you're like, how, how, how. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Because, like, say, for example, you're working at the student manager. And so they're like, hey, we want you to work a new job where you work in the game room. So, you know, it's not really why anymore. It's like, how do I work the game room? How do I make the change? Dang. Okay, see, that's something I haven't (laughs) thought about either. That's pretty fire. And that being said, and then you got to go look forward to the calf. I love the calf. I know Stephanie doesn't like the calf, but I really like the calf food. A lot of you have a very mature palate. I, I know, right? No, I just I literally have a dull palate. I can eat anything with no salt or pepper. It's the calf's not nasty, but sometimes some of the stuff that you eat, I, I eat it all. 
people will clown me if they see what I eat. People will literally be like, who is this guy? <laughs> One day I just, I feel like it looks good in like picture form. It's like, oh, he got the veggies. And yeah. And you look and you taste it. It's like. Because, you know, it's the cafeteria. <laughs> they can't really put a lot of spices and stuff on it because of allergies. <sighs> I guess, man. If that's one. That's what their excuse is. That's what their excuse is. But some of that stuff is seasoned too much. I got that kielbasa sauerkraut soup the other day. <gasps> really good. Today? Are they actually? That's what Tessa said. Oh my gosh! Let's go. Super excited for that. First off, but some of that stuff I eat and I'm like, bro, this is banging. And then other days I eat and I'm just like, am I eating Play-Doh? Like, what's happening? I had a dream with you in it the other night and we ate at the cafe. Really? But it was like the best. I my therapist about this today. It was like the best meal I've ever ate. Oh. We had like three different types of cobbler. Oh. <laughs> it was so. It was oh. so good. Chocolate cobbler. Reason. Yeah, it was like chocolate. Apple, right? Okay. Chocolate apple orange cobbler. Ooh, no. Disgusting, bro. Strawberry or something. Okay, strawberry cobbler. I don't remember what it was. Everyone, this. Okay, so we're talking about chocolate cobbler a lot. I'm gonna give them context because we love chocolate cobbler. We know what (laughs) it is. I never got to eat it that day though. We didn't. We both went up to go get it and they didn't have it. But I did. I tell you the next day or two days later they had it again for lunch. So chocolate cobbler is a delicacy. But you didn't invite me to come, course. So I. But I was working in student manager office. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 oh man, no! Like we had the chocolate cobbler, and I remember Ricky got. Okay, so Ricky, really cool friend in the office. Uh, you know, she got. You know, shout out Ricky. Uh, she got. You know, some chocolate cobbler and stuff, and some cake, and it all looks so good. But chocolate cobbler's the bomb. The cake and stuff's okay. Chocolate cobbler is a delicacy around here. It's like gold. Oh, the blueberry blondies, though. Yeah, like they had chocolate blueberry. chip ones last week. They're good, but not like the blueberries. So, that is I, that gets me excited to honestly eat it. I had leftover chicken parm today. And now every time I burp, it tastes like chicken parm. Not ham? Not ham, no. I have ham in the fridge. Your dad is obsessed with giving you ham. I know. It's like <laughs> it's like a weird, like, like a cherished gift. Like, every time I go in, he's like, you want this ham? I'm like dad i have like four hams like four heads of ham where does he get the ham from it's a whole head of ham sitting in his fridge and he just is like put this in your hamper with your clothes you need that ham put the in the hamper in the hamper with the with the clean clothes so my clothes are like ham my cologne is pigskin you know what i mean like at that point i walk up to people and smell like a freaking produce aisle or wait produce is vegetables i'm an idiot it smells like a deli fresh deli. I wasn't gonna. I was just going with it. Yeah. I didn't notice that you said produce. Yeah, I know you, I, hey. Like, sometimes we just bop together so much that I just don't, I'm just not here. Yeah. Like, earlier when we were going to Princeton and you asked me, are we in Princeton? You was like. Do we know where Princeton is? We literally just left it. We already yeah. drove through it and left. We, we really was on our way to Virginia and you were like, I love this song. <laughs> I was just like, where are we? <laughs> I think that, you know what, I think you have to, ha- I think that's a good thing, to vibe with someone so much to the point where, <laughs> not all the time, but to the point where you're just, like, not worried about really a lot of things like right. that, which is a good thing, because we started the, we started this, and at first it was, like, real, it's kind of nerve-wracking, but now it's just, like, we're just, we're just chilling, we're just honestly vibing. But I feel like I disassociate a lot. <laughs> like, 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 what? Talking, <laughs> like your brain just kind of like okay autopilot and then 20 yep. minutes later you're 
I'll have autopilot and you're like, okay, that's fine. So, that's great. Who, me or you? Me. Okay, so that's after this, like, after time. this is over, you're going to be like, boop, off autopilot. And you're going to be like, balls, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, honestly, I'm really, I'm proud of you for doing this. Like, being able to, because I know this is something that was really racking you and, like, making you nervous. And now you're just, you're just talking to me, like, regular. And we do it all the time. But, like, when it comes to different circumstances, you're just like, it can be you know what I mean because that's what like making a podcast is something new but it's something I really want to do and I want to have my friends on because I want to go back one day and listen to these and be like like wow you know me and Faith like we talked about this and it was a great conversation and have that with all of my friends that's the big goal alright no more no more no more that's it that was it so now we just let it go that was episode 2 of Shout Break and talked about all kinds of things Pitbull being our dad anxiety uh vibing so well you forget and uh, also the weekend what did we talk about with the weekend oh him being our dad too no he was stealing your girlfriend oh, the weekend hey, the weekend will steal your girlfriend oh yeah and uh, chocolate cobbler <laughs> get chocolate cobbler if you haven't had one uh you know i'm signing out obviously nicholas fornash and faith faith was on here faith can you say goodbye for me okay she said goodbye <laughs> and scream <laughs> thank you that that was it now i gotta unlock my phone